So I Married an Alcoholic is sponsored by RealtorAndABaby.com. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease real estate? Even if you're not in greater Philadelphia, reach out with your contact information so you can be connected with the most qualified realtor in your area. RealtorAndABaby at gmail.com. Well, we are back for episode three. Very excited to be here. Any public service announcements you'd like to get out of the way? I've decided I'd like to start the show with a couple of public service announcements. Anything come to mind? Actually, I have one. Ooh. So, um, we appreciate all our loyal listeners and people that are joining us for the first time. But apparently, there is a shortage on the diet decaf iced tea. Ugh. And I would like to say, although we appreciate you listening... Stay away from the iced tea. It's not toilet paper. It's not. We're not in a iced tea pandemic. So I, and I, I mean, I think that's great that people wanted to try it, but uh, you know, and maybe I'm just being totally self-centered and taking credit for the iced tea shortage. Shocking. But I have not been able to locate it recently. It's, this is not good. No. I'm going to have to call my boy Paul. You're going to have to call your vendor. I have a guy. <laughs> this is like a running theme, I feel like, recently. And it's also, I think, become a little bit of a problem for me. And I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean the iced tea. <laughs> I mean, it all started with the Xbox X system. I don't know what in the world that has to do with iced tea or anything else just that now that it's difficult to get and it's going to become my obsession it's almost like a game Ew, you have like ptsd yeah you know where i'm going with this right so first let's start with the xbox x if anybody knows where you're going with this it's me (laughs) so my son wanted an xbox x system for christmas right no big deal i'll get one apparently it was impossible i did finally track it down for his birthday mid-january but i'm talking i was following people on twitter like gamers to find out when the newest drops were gonna be i don't even know what that means i didn't either i mean you sounded cool but thank you i think it was like wario 64 or something that's how i made it happen that's my boy or if we're going gender neutral that's my they fast forward oh we should because it's pride we should talk about that today all right we can go there yeah then next came Uh-oh. the vaccines. And that was a very noble cause, but I was an obsessed woman. Would you say that's true? I would say that that's 100% accurate, but that's, I think, one of those things that that's obviously a good thing and doing a great service because it's not, it maybe I guess it is as easy as jumping online if that's just oversimplifying it, but for those people... That you know, is oversimplifying it, Chris. All right. All in right, the beginning, it was like Battle Dome. In the beginning. <laughs> Literally. There was the bird dog. I would wake up before 5 a.m., sit there with a cup of coffee at the computer, multiple browsers open. I was already in the waiting rooms at CVS, the Rite Aids, anywhere I could be. And if you're in our inner circle, if you're our family member, chances are I got you vaccinated. You got hooked up. Even <laughs> if you didn't want to get hooked up, we like vaccine raped you. I literally was finding <laughs> randoms that still needed one at some point because I became an obsessed woman, remember, with vaccinating people. People in the grocery store, excuse me. <laughs> Have you gotten your vaccine yet? I'll find you a place. How far are you willing to drive? Yeah, and you know what? I So I actually, we're in Sanatoga, which is, you know, about a half hour outside of Philly, and I ended up driving to York 
and your father and I were going to go. I think there was like a carload of people, but uh, it ended up being just me. Yeah, because I got him in at Reading like the day before. Yeah, which is still, I mean, that's a ride for him. Oh, definitely. You know? And I mean, now they're a dime a dozen. You can go get one anywhere. But in the beginning. In the beginning. It was such a serious thing. There so, was the poo. <laughs> stupid poo. So now this one wasn't as hard, but it still gave me a little bit of a rush. The water table. Is that, <laughs> is that how you're filling voids these days? Yeah, now I don't know what to do. Like, I got the Xbox, I got the vaccines, I got the water table. I need a new pursuit. So maybe it's good there's a nice tea shortage. Why don't you find me 12-gauge, two and three-quarter inch, seven and a half shot? Why don't you make that your mission? I am doing... My missions are normally for other people. Yeah, precisely. All right. I'll look into it. It's doing a good service. Put it on my list. That a girl. I wouldn't know where to go, though. I, but that's even better. I'll have to do research. Exactly. It was like the vaccines. I actually reached down to other states. And then I would go on. I'd join the other states' Facebook pages. I would learn the ins and the outs. I knew how to get you vaccinated in Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Vermont. I mean, I was like, I was going coast to coast. That's not exactly coast to coast, but I understand. Megan's geography is not good. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Megan thinks the Jersey Shore is the gateway to the West. I don't even, like, I, I mean, I was just going to say I don't even know where the West is. But you know what always boggles my mind? You go for a long drive. How your geography sucks. Oh, it's awful. That boggles my mind. You know what's made it worse? Age. Yeah, definitely. I used to have a good sense of, like, direction. Like, not geography. You're out of your fucking mind. I did. Like, when I was, like, first driving, I would drive somewhere the first time and then I would learn it. I have become so codependent on Google Maps. It's not even healthy. No, it's not. It's actually ridiculous. So a little sidebar. We were driving up to Massachusetts a couple years ago. Uh, and at that time, I was driving a truck and I had worked the overnight shift. So Megan drove and I slept in the back seat. and I woke up. We were like seven and a half hours into the drive, which should take <laughs> no more than six unless you're literally in a horse-drawn cart. I think it was a holiday weekend. It was not. And we were literally in the middle of suburbia, Connecticut, and Megan's like cutting through somebody's fucking neighborhood. <laughs> literally, like I had to do a U-turn in their driveway. It's what the Google Maps told me to do. I was losing my mind. You know what it is? It's like this. This route will save you two minutes. And I'm like, sure, I'll bite. Bullshit. I never hit dismiss. I'm always like, yes, yes, take me there, take me there. <laughs> do you know I even put it on when I go to my parents? Which is disgusting. Because I go there all the time. Right. Slash I live there for my whole life. You should know the main route and the 75 alternate routes to and that I house. And I do, but I will go wherever she tells me. Maybe that's how we ended up here. Uh, I don't think it was the GPS. <laughs> I think it was fate and several bad decisions. <laughs> my willingness to follow. Anywho. All right. I'm sorry. I hijacked your public service announcement. What you got? So not necessarily a public service announcement. And I don't necessarily like to do this. Actually does not bring me any pleasure, but I'm going to do it anyways. All Contract and Maintenance LLC was supposed to be here last week to fix our HVAC system. They did not show up. They did not call. It's hot as balls in here. <laughs> it's really hot. Like literally, I think my testicles have melted into my thighs. And we had people over today. We did. So before we get into the people over today, if you need your HVAC serviced, do not ever call all contract <laughs> and 
Maintenance L L C. It's so wrong you're putting them on blast. That's all contract <laughs> and maintenance LLC. That's a shame. I feel bad about that. I don't. Okay. Because I'm hot. It is hot. Absolutely unacceptable. Well, hopefully I hopefully we'll have a lot of HVAC people reaching out to us now. One would hope, but you know. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So we picked up a sponsor. We did? Who's the sponsor? Wow. Look at the energy coming from you. you I'm excited. You bubbly little thing, you. <laughs> the sponsor is realtorandababy.com. And what do they do? I don't know. Judging by the name of the company, I would say it's a realtor and a baby. And they may sell real estate. They may sell diapers. <laughs> they may offer butt wiping tips. We should probably check out their website. Definitely. And that's realtorandababy.com? It's actually not realtor. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's another thing I don't There's do no well. A in there. I mean, there is, but it's not in between the real and the tour. <laughs> it's just realtor. You know, I spell it that way every time also. And again, this woman has 75 degrees. None in spelling. Which is 20 degrees. Or geography. Less than it is inside this oven of a house <laughs> because all contract and maintenance LLC <laughs> did not show up. So we picked up a sponsor and we had a bunch of guys over today. We did. That I lived in the recovery houses with and it was really good to see them. It was really nice. I think I had met some a couple of times or here and there like some had helped us move. One we hired as the driver for our wedding. Dave the driver. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. For all your driving needs. Although I don't think he does that professionally. I think it was a favor. Yeah, it was. Okay. He hooked us up. Yeah, that was perfect, though. He even showed up with his dentures in. That <laughs> was... <laughs> very, very respectful. <laughs> anyway, so I hadn't really met a lot of them. I felt like I was a total creeper just kind of watching. Yeah, you were. Yeah, right? I mean, that's kind of par for the course for you. Who's the only girl? I mean, you were... Yes, you were the only female. Okay. Um, But... One of the guys, I'm going to put you on blast right now because that's how I roll, Zach, tends to go both ways. I don't know if you should say that on the podcast. Well, that's not his real name. Okay. And I think he's okay with it. Yeah. I'm actually just assuming he is. I'm not giving you the choice. Oh so anyways. Goodness. So you two could have gossiped and talked about like... We did a little bit. Purses and shopping. You're kind of typecasting a little bit. Like yeah. We're talking about Pride Month right now, and I don't think that's necessarily true because your best friend is gay. Yes. And not that kind of gay. No, as a matter of fact, when it comes to, like, I guess the stereotypical gay things, I'm way gayer than he is. Far gayer. Minus the dick-sucking thing. Yeah. Like, that's, okay. that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad to hear it. But, you know, uh, no sense of dress. No. Doesn't know how to decorate. He's just not that kind of guy. I know. He's the first to admit it, too. And he is. Absolutely. Well, we love him nonetheless. We do very much so. So we had a bunch of people over today, and it was it was really good to have them over. It was really good to spend time with them and just kind of hang out and shoot the shit. And I think it's also a really good reminder, if you will, of... Oh, maybe not a good reminder, but it's it's good to see people that, like, you came up in the program... Like, doing well. You know, does that make sense? Oh, it, it obviously completely makes sense. I mean... 
Because a lot of people aren't doing well. Exactly. And, and that was kind of my point. Like, I don't know what the percentages are, but I would say that it's probably well under 50% that gets it. And by gets it, I mean, like, you know, stops drinking or stops using, I think uh, it's improves like, their life, whatever. Like 10%. Like, I think it's a very low percentage. Yeah. No. So, I mean, that was definitely, you know, a, a generous. Yeah. We'll have to look it up. Number. It's amazing. Like, I was actually just thinking about this when I was flipping the laundry. Like, at our wedding, there was two tables of people sober. Yes, and we had, what, 94, 96 people? Yeah, and there was, like, a dozen and a half alcoholics, at least, in recovery. Uh, Maybe two dozen. Yeah, successfully in recovery, which is really amazing. And for those of you that were at the wedding and did drink, fuck you. You drank six grand worth of booze over four hours. I know. So that was the other problem. You fucking assholes. (laughs) We literally, I convinced Chris that we should do a tab bar, meaning it was open bar, but we were going to pay for it at the end because you save like $35 a person. I was like, we got all these alcoholics there. It's going to be cheap. We didn't realize the people that aren't in the program. Don't lump me in with your bullshit. Drank enough for everyone. Yeah. And then like the surrounding neighborhoods. So anyway, it ended up costing us like an extra thousand dollars, but it is what it is. Thousand? I think that's what it was in total. Like I figured out the numbers, what it would have cost if we just did traditional open bar, maybe fifteen hundred. Yeah, no. We'll agree to disagree. Fair enough. All right. right, well, let's go back to the people at our house. How about? So you know, it's just a, a very sobering reminder. I don't know. Sometimes I feel guilty when I say this, or like you know, because again, I think it may come off as you know me standing on my soapbox or whatever but i am so grateful and blessed to live the life that we live and not have to worry about um you know picking up a drink or a drug anymore not that that thought doesn't cross my mind because yeah i was just gonna say hold the phone there buddy you gotta remember to worry about that every (laughs) single day i mean there's you know apparently chris is the first person ever cured of alcoholism i am and i i remind megan of that all the time (laughs) when i'm making these poor decisions one after the next like i'm cured fuck you (laughs) get off my shit um he's cured though you know it's just it's a good reminder that it, it alcoholism you know drug addiction is such an insidious disease and it can ruin your your life and everybody's life around you however if you take that first step that plunge that dive if you will into sobriety and you do the work and you're cognizant of making changes and you're staying on top of your game you can have a great life and i don't mean great life like you know you're gonna be homeless two weeks ago and then just stop drinking or stop doing drugs and all of a sudden you're going to become a multimillionaire. Like it's not about money when I say great life. It's about, you know, the freedom and the happiness and that I don't have to worry about doing something illegal today to feed my addiction. Well, and I think, you know what, it's so funny. Whenever anyone says that, I always think I actually had a lot more money when I was drinking because I was married to someone else. But Ouch. I know I don't me- say that meanly. I just say it that Ouch. I'm so much happier now and content and my life has changed so much and I'm much poorer than I was <laughs> when I was drinking. But I'm so much happier, you know, if that makes sense. And we're, I mean, we're not poor, but I mean, it's not great. We're going to need more than just another one sponsor. Oh, we're going to need multiple. Yeah. Like us on the Instagram and Facebook. Yep. All over, please. Hurry. 
Um, so no, I, I, I need a new HVAC <laughs> most likely because all contract and maintenance didn't show up. Stop doing that. <laughs> You're a jerk. That's the American way though, isn't it? To shit on a business that doesn't show up. Yeah. But what, what was the last great service you had? Why don't you talk about that? Uh, well, first of all, I'm just jumping on the cancel culture boat. You're so canceling like if, all service maintenance. What's it? I don't even know what they're called because I don't care. All contract and maintenance okay. LLC. I'm not bitter. Uh, yeah, no. If, if Dr. Seuss is canceled, then fucking all contract and maintenance <laughs> is canceled. Let me tell you that right now. We got stuff. I don't even like it. <laughs> I'm not playing your game. I'm not going down this rabbit hole with you. Fine. No, I think you're right. It's a great reminder. And I think, it, you know, to um, like you said, where are the lucky ones that made it out? And um, I used to tell I worked at a rehab for a little bit and I used to tell people like everyone's entitled to that miracle. And if you walked in here today, you were just given another chance because to get sober and stay sober truly is a miracle. It really is. And um, everyone's got the opportunity. You just have to make the commitment and do the work. And that's the, the second part of what you said, I think, is the most important part. You need to do the work. You're not going to catch this through osmosis. You need to be an active participant in your recovery. And I think that was the cool part of like being the fly on the wall today was like hearing some of those different conversations. So here you have a dozen guys and you're definitely the old head, but like a dozen guys, you know, wow. I know I'm just, getting shit on left and right here. Am I? I don't like this episode. Really? Yeah. I didn't like you very much before we started it. Maybe that's why. Fuck you. Okay. So anyway, uh, just sitting there listening to all these guys, right? And like, you know, you think about like 20-something, early 30s, mid-20-year-old guys and blah, blah, blah. And what I'm hearing, overhearing them talk is, yeah, have you been to what what whatever meeting recently? Or which one's your home group? And I was like, that's kind of cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's such a like in their own way checking up on each other or like talking about different people they know in the program that have done well. Talking about people that, you know, they've known that haven't, you know, that have fallen back. But that was the other thing that they talked about. Chris, when he called one of the guys like a week or two ago to invite them over being, you know, his normal obnoxious self. It's like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday or something. And he's like. Uh, I need you to come take me to treatment. And this poor kid was going to literally leave his job and come get you until you told him you were choking, which, you know, probably isn't funny. Yes. But the amazing part about it is like this person who you probably hadn't picked up the phone and called in a little while. No, I, the last time I think I talked to him was probably when I was at their house. And I think we decided today that that was November or so. Yeah. And he was like, all right, where are you at? I'll come get you. No questions asked. And I think that's kind of an amazing, uh, people have each other's backs. Yeah. There's support out there. I think that's the take-home message. There is support. And, you know, even in a, a pandemic or post-pandemic environment where there may or may not be as meeting as many meetings as there used to be in person or what have you, you know, there's definitely still support. But it's, again... Going back to the you have to be an active participant in this thing, you have to do the work. You know, it's not just going to land on your doorstep, so to speak. No, and I, we've talked about this before. Like, you cannot pick up a drink or a drug or whatever and still, like, be extremely unhappy. Yeah. So, you know, putting the extra effort forth to work a program is definitely worth it. Otherwise, like, I mean, I don't want to say there's not a point. 
But like, what's the point? Why would you want to be sober and continue to stay miserable? No, it, that's the thing. Like, I say that all the time. Like, I did not get sober to be miserable. Although Megan would probably I was probably just going to say you're miserable most of the time. That's because yeah. I married you. And uh, you don't allow me to have fun. You had fun twice today. Three times, really, because you had friends over, too. You actually had a whole day of fun. You know I need several leisure activities <laughs> a day to be happy. So let's talk about, let's lay it out there. Let's talk about sure. why Chris is annoyed, right? And I actually, and I feel badly. So this is what I'll say about it. Chris went this morning to shoot the docks or whatever he does. And then <laughs> we had his friends over. And then the friends were leaving and he was in a good place, right? Because like the friends were here. It was a good day. And he's like, do you want to go play nine holes of golf or do you want to go shooting? And I was like, I don't care. So I. So what does that mean? I don't care, right? So, but wait. So I, big swinging daddy dick over here oof. makes the executive decision. It says, pack your shit, honey. We're going to the range. So here's the thing. And I got instant resting bitch face. I, number one, adore my husband. And I actually. Which one? I think it's important that you the, distinguish. The, the one in the basement, all right? With the microphone and the idiot sitting across from me right okay, now. Okay, see? That's much better. <laughs> be direct. We talk about this all the time. You need to be direct. So I literally, and this sounds probably like. This probably speaks to where I still need to get do work. I mean, in a way, it's good, but in a way, you're like, come on, honey. I still get, like, butterflies or excited when he asks me to do something. It's fucking gay. Like, let's spend time together. And I'm like, oh. Like, I, I get, like, I don't know, like, 16-year-old yeah. girl, like, nervous, excited. Like, you just asked me on a date. Let's spend time together at the range and shoot shit. So I'm like, okay. But in my mind, so here's the thing, right? So he like he got this bird dog so he can shoot the bird whatever i hate guns i i think if people are responsible gun owners that's fine like we're not going to do a political thing here at all i just am afraid of them and they're not my thing and that's fun and i said that like day one like i actually had said that was a deal breaker for me like to ever have guns in the house yes and you were like you know totally full of shit and you're like Oh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Chris was in the army, so he knows how to shoot. His stepdad haunts. Like, they, you know, he's trained or whatever. He's like, oh, but I would never own one. Fast forward. Gun safe. A dog to shoot birds and retrieve them. And just in terms of full disclosure. Yeah. The baby's birth certificate is also in the gun safe. That's good. So it's not only a safe for guns. It's also a document safe. (laughs) With her name spelled properly now. Remember that bad spelling we spoke oh of earlier? Oh, God, that was terrible. I spelled the baby's name wrong on her birth certificate. And? Should we cite that in rehab someday? I think, you know, it's important to fill in the backstory here. Uh, when we're on our way to the hospital at 3.30 in the morning, Megan's like, can you just, like, promise me that we're not going to be those kind of parents that spell, like... If we're going to have a boy and we named him Brian, but we spell it brain. <laughs> but we were. We had a Francesa for a while. Not we. You. Although when I called the birth certificate people, they're like, oh, no, it's a typo. It happens all the time on our end. And I, was I was like, like holy oh, shit. Oh, my God. Really? That's why there's brains walking around instead of Brian's. <laughs> <laughs> their parents actually weren't assholes at all. People don't do their job and then no one checks. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So anyway, the point is I'm not into the guns at all, right? But I have relinquished that control and allowed him to do his thing. 
I just don't want to participate in it. But then I literally felt bad. So I took the baby outside in the water table because I did secure one at the Target after many attempts. <laughs> it's important to note. Important to note. Water table secured. If anyone needs one, let me know. I'll be online approximately 5 a.m. looking for more. They're going <laughs> on eBay for like $130. I swear to God. What? I don't understand. Who knows? People are crazy. Like it's a what? Is, do it's people... stupid. It's like a bucket. Right? I know. But anyway, we have one. Just, you know, if anyone wants to come over and play, splash around, we got it. Yeah, no, actually, we don't. So, I fucking hate people. So I took, Stay the fuck out of my house. So I took the baby outside, and we're playing outside. Uh, then we go back in, and I'm like, huh, I think he left. So I was like, did you leave? And he's like, yeah. The inflection in my voice, I don't think was good. It was cunty. And I apologize for that. That's okay. And I felt bad, because he was like... Again, in his cute, excited, gave me butterflies moment, and I totally denied him. Now, it wasn't fair for him to ask me because, again, he also wanted to bring the one-year-old. You are the most selfish fucking asshole I've ever met in my life. It wasn't fair for you to ask me. No, it's true. I mean, can you own that, please? No. All right. So he's not going to own that, but I <laughs> literally... Anyway, I don't like it. But I will go. But really? Because you didn't. You know who did go? The bird dog. And the side piece. Thank God, because I thought I lost the bird dog then. I was like, <laughs> I got him. I was like, did you leave? And he's like, yeah. I was like, do you have the dog? He's it's the like, woman yeah. who hates dogs. I was dogs. like, okay, thank God. So anyway, um, I will go. But like a date night, just the two of us. I'm not bringing the baby. I, I got to draw the line somewhere. That's it. Line drawn. The baby yeah. needs to know how to defend herself. The baby's ears are too sensitive. And you got her those headphones that she's going to keep on for about four seconds because she hates them. I don't know. I have zero re rebuttal. So let's meet in the middle. Okay. We will do a shooting birds, whatever, clays or whatever flies up in the air date night. No. Why not? I thought that would make you happy. Now you've ruined it. You've literally ruined gunning. No, I haven't. It's not even a word. You still went. And you went this morning. You ruined and you everything. you over today. Like, you had a day of Chris. And tomorrow he's going to, he's got to get his hair done. And then he's got work, which is good. We're happy when he works. But like, hon, love you to pieces. But you do all the things you want to do. Would you say that's wrong? Yes, because again, speaking to my previous point... I did not get sober to be miserable. <laughs> Which you are, never are because you live your life. And I'm happy for you. You're goddamn right. I was thinking that, you know, even a year ago. I'm not going to live in a bubble like you do. I don't live in a bubble. You live in a bubble. I just don't like one thing that you like. Your protective little bubble. Not everyone likes what you like. Well, fuck them. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> be tolerant. Fuck them. <laughs> this is the problem with you. And Fuck tolerance. One of the many problems. But anyway, I also Speechless. Too, I like it. Now, I also too was thinking when you were gone and I actually felt bad for a minute that I was like, oh, I hope I didn't hurt his feelings. He was so excited and I like crushed his spirit. But then I was actually it, thinking bro. I would have totally been devastated by that like a year and a half ago that you just left and went anyway. Which is growth. Yeah. And you want to know what's even bigger growth on my part i'm waiting for it because instead you were all bitchy when you got home i left and then i came back that is good that is growth 
<laughs> then it, you're right. God damn, we're good. I didn't smoke crack. I didn't end up in a hotel with a hooker. Which are neither things you've ever done before. So I don't know if that's like a good s- s- way to base growth. You're 100% right. I would <laughs> never spend money on a hotel room. <laughs> all right. So a growth all around, I guess. Why not? Why not? So it's Pride Month. It is Pride Month. Are you full of pride? I am. Well, I mean, not me personally, but. Um, Which would be super hot if you were. Yeah. I hate to rain on your parade there, hon, but not going to happen. I think everybody should be a lesbian. <laughs> Especially our daughter. That's what you're hoping oh for. Oh, my God. Talk about karma's going to get you. I will have done my job as a parent She's... if she turns out like straight up disco dyke. I I don't think you should say things like that. No? Even though I know it comes out of love because we actually love the gays. Is disco dyke offensive? I think it is, yes. But I don't know personally, but. Oh, well. Let's just try not to offend people. Sorry. Especially because we don't mean it. No. Not you don't mean it to be offensive. No. Right. So. But uh, if you're a pussy and you can't like take anything or you have a really thin skin, then, you know, call your doctor, tell them I hurt your feelings and see if they have a prescription for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, bring it, let's round that back again. So maybe you're still in a mood. I don't know. I'm uh, over it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think you actually mean a lot of people that are gay in the program. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would say a lot of people in the program that are gay. I mean, I think it's, you know, like anything else, there's there's definitely, you know, a certain percentage, I would say, that fits into that box, if you will. I'm, I'm actually not surprised, however, if they're in the program and they do happen to be gay. You know, like we were talking to Auntie Gay P a couple of weeks ago when we were up in Vermont, And one of the questions that came up was, you know, did you use drugs or alcohol or whatever as a way to deal with not being accepted? And whether that's, you know, be it your parents or society or whatever, because, I, you know, again, like we're 37 and 40 years old. If for a long time, I I would say that, I don't know, maybe this isn't a good generalization, but like. The social throwaways like the drug addicts and the alcoholics were sort of lumped into that same group as the homosexuals. Yeah, definitely. Like, and there that's was, shitty. It is. Like, there's there was improvement when we were younger. There was still taboo. And I think... Yes. When we think... I remember... Um, I don't know if you remember this case, but I was pregnant with Mac. And this, like... No, that was your first husband. So no, you're confusing us again. I mean the news article, but oh, so there was. I'm watching. I'm I at home meant, like, and I'm case, watching the news like, the and I'm case. pregnant. And there was this uh, kid, a college student, right? And his roommate had secretly like taped him on a webcam, um, having sex with another man. I do vaguely remember that. And yes, and he like broadcasted it, and the kid killed himself. He wasn't out to his family. And I'm sitting there watching this, like, literally pregnant lady, huge giant tear, sobbing. And all I kept thinking is, oh, my God, like, I'm bringing this child in this into this world. And I can't imagine. It just my heart hurts so much because I think when you become a parent, the way you think about things changes a little bit. And just the yeah. thought that this kid was afraid to not be loved by his parents and that's all I was so upset thinking oh my god I if my kid ever thought for some reason I wouldn't love them because of who they were like how devastating that would be so I think 
even, you know, max 10. And I think it's a whole different ball game now. I think kids are much more open and accepting. Um, I think by the time Frankie gets there, you know, hopefully not it's a non-issue as far as judgment from society goes. Like, you I know, would only hope so. And so I think that's something really positive to talk about is you see people in the program because of how maybe that older generation, you know, us and above, just how difficult it was to come out, to be who they were and, you know, the judgment they got from others and their families. And, you know, I would like to think that a lot of that has, you know, changed. And by the time our children get to that age, it'll be even different. I mean, I I think as a society in general, I, I think that the perception has changed quite a bit. Do I think that it's just going to disappear? No, unfortunately not. No, and I think, well, I think that's like that with anything, though. You know, like anything that makes you quote unquote different is judged. Yes, and, and I almost want to say that that's acceptable to a certain extent because, you know, you don't have to necessarily agree with me on everything. I don't have to agree with you on everything. No, I And agree, so yeah. on and so forth. However, you know, I think it becomes a different conversation when you talk about. You know, like generally speaking out like all these people, you know, like the pray the gay away people and, you know, shit like that. Like it's not. Yeah. And again, this is this is very. That's hate. It's debatable to a certain extent, but it's not debatable here whether, you know, your choice or whether there was a choice that you ended up being gay. Like, I don't really give a fuck either way. Yeah, exactly. No, stuff like that, the whole pray the gay, whatever. I mean, that's just hate. That's fucking all it is, pure lunatics. and simple. Yeah, lunatics is right. Absolute fucking lunatics. And again, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Just go fuck yourselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris, you're in rare form tonight. But you are entitled to your own opinion. I We do agree And I want to make sure, you know, that we are very clear about that. Oh, definitely. I, I'm one of those people. Just keep you... your fucking opinion out of my house, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but I, just... again, I think it's important that, you know, you have your own opinions and that you never, ever in your life call all contract and maintenance <laughs> LLC. Let's talk about difference of opinions. Sure. I would just like to put another public service announcement out there. You can't do that. You have to do that at the beginning of the show. No, You're fucking this up. So what is it, like a special news report? Yeah, I think that's actually how we're going to start off each episode, oh is with God. a PSA. I like it. Let's try to do it something that's not, like hopefully we can do be positive next time. Wait, the first one was positive. If you're in the left lane and you're not doing illegal <laughs> shit... Get the fuck out of the way. So here's what I was going to talk about. Uh, what's your PSA? I'm sorry. Chris's language is terrible. Yes. But he, yes. he's from um, Worcester. And Worcester. what I learned is Worcester. that's not actually bad language up there. No, cunt is a term of endearment. It is. That have you is, ever watched a British movie? Um, No, I don't think I have. They're like, good day, cunt. It was actually more Australian than anything. Yeah, I think. your accent's not good. Your mom would be ashamed. Yeah. But I, um, so it's a term of endearment. That's how he speaks casually. Except when I'm working and then I am very professional. You would never know that I am the epitome of derelict. 
That's not always true, actually. If I'm working on a transaction with you. Me and Antique AP were listening to one of your transactions the other day. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to get a little rough around the edges. Okay. We're negotiating. We're dealing with hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. Sometimes you got to sometimes you gotta push it a little bit. And sometimes if you got to get a little nasty, then you have to get a little nasty. No? Sure. I'm, I don't know. I don't do that kind of work. Yeah. You pull like shampoo bottles out of girls' vaginas. So don't tell me about what I do. <laughs> okay. So, um, moving on. Okay. <laughs> All right. You got anything else to say this evening? Wow. We're just going to wrap it up just I like that. I feel like you're going to a place that's, uh, I can't bring it back. I don't know if I can bring you back. We're trying to grow the audience. Yeah. Not dissociate ourselves and from you it. you totally just, like, I just, I just put it on, like, my Instagram story since you knew how. And, um, <laughs> but wait, mine's on there twice too. Cause I did it by accident the first time too. Like See? I didn't know I did. Cause you, I wanted to put something with it, but I don't know how to do the fancy like graphics or like, it's nothing except just there. Like I didn't say, Hey guys, we're starting something new. <laughs> nothing. Just there. It's like, <laughs> like huh. maybe we're going to go with like the mysterious clickbait. Where people are like, ooh, I wonder what that is. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah, because I mean, I couldn't even make a comment. I don't know how to do that. I didn't. I can't take it that far yet with my untech savvy skills. But that's all right. The point of the story is like, like people from my work may hear it now. So like, you know, try to put your dress on and act appropriately. Sorry, darling. <laughs> no problem. I'll step back in line. Just <laughs> I'll step back in line. <laughs> have you? Ne- you have ne- what you have never done. Done never. No. No. Zero times. I actually take a lot of pride in the fact that I like push the envelope. It's actually going to get worse now. Daily. That's actually where it's going to go. I in love fact, it. so when Chris went today, and like maybe I hurt his feelings, probably not though. But no. And then he came back, and again, I I'm going to just say this again. Mm-hmm. I actually wasn't wrong for like not wanting to go, but whatever. So he came back though, like in all kinds of a mood. I it's mean, all fired up. Yeah, he almost... It's lead poisoning from the bullets. No, you know what it is? I'm crazy. When Chris does something wrong, and I'm not necessarily saying you did something wrong, but when you do something wrong... I like how this turns into I did something wrong. I'm not saying necessarily in this case particular, but when you do something wrong, do you know what you do? I act like a cunt. Yes. <laughs> he acts so much worse. Like, it's almost like... I'm going it's to amplify like, it like a toddler. Yes. Like, normal people, if they, like, do something wrong, even if it's something simple, they say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And you move on. Instead, Chris blows it up. Yeah, like, like, fuck you. His behavior gets entirely worse. Like, it, it's literally a downhill spiral from there. And I'm not really sure why that is. Neither do I. Okay. It's just something you can't control? Yeah. Okay, you know it's wrong, right? I have anger Tourette's. <laughs> you know it's completely wrong, correct? No. Okay, so maybe that's maybe that's the root of it. Maybe you should start there. Maybe that's what's wrong. Yeah. That I don't know what's wrong. You don't know. I need morality <laughs> training. He, like, totally does that. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, if Chris does something wrong, all of a sudden, before we go to bed, I end up being the one apologizing because I... I've now done something reactive or I've, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I had to be wrong because he's really upset. And you're laying in bed like, what the fuck did I do? How did this happen? Where did, how did we get to this place? (laughs) (laughs) See, things to work on. Yeah. It's a work in progress, darling. Maybe for next episode, we'll have some progress. 
Maybe that can be your PSA for next episode. Our progress. I don't know. How long is next, until next episode? No, oh, maybe a week. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm going to set the bar low. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to be ready for that? <laughs> I don't think there'll be much progress to report. Okay. I'm just saying. Fair enough. I mean, I'm going to be gone for pretty much the entire week, so. I know. How about that? Should be good for you. I'm going to go to a bike week. Uh, up in Laconia, New Hampshire next and week. And believe it or not, that is not one of his leisure activities. He does Fuck not no. ride a motorcycle. No. He's doing it to go spend time with his dad and brother, which is really great. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited. It's going to be insane people watching. Great people watching. I mean, that's about it. Are you nervous at all about it? No. I would think that Bike Week is definitely like a drinking fest. Oh, I'm sure it's a massive party, but I am, as we discussed earlier, cured. So I'm not worried about it. Maybe actually, maybe I'll go catch a meeting up there. Yeah, Wouldn't that, that be actually, cool? It would be cool. And I bet a lot of the bikers, I bet there's, so as much as we're saying it's a drinking fest, I bet there's also a little nice little subset there of alcoholics. I bet you if there's 10,000 people that are going to be at bike week next week, there's probably four that are going to be at that meeting. And I don't mean 4,000. <laughs> really? I mean four people. So you're not expecting a big turnout? No. Okay. No, but it'll be fun nonetheless. And maybe actually, maybe I will make that my goal. I think that's a good idea. We to love go going grab to meeting. meetings in different places. We do. I mean, we were in Puerto Rico yeah. a couple of years ago. We went to a meeting there. Um, More than one. I mean, pretty much any time or every time we go on vacation, we go to a meeting. We were in Colorado. Oh, yeah. You know, we've that been to awesome. meetings in New York. When we um, got married, we went on like a little tiny two-day little honeymoon to Washington, D.C., and I walked to a meeting every morning. I slept in. Yeah, that's all right. Because I'm cured. Sure. I, I love Still going- Still an in- asshole, but I'm cured. Definitely. <laughs> I love going in different areas. So do I. It, I don't know. It's just, it's good. Same message, but also, you know, remember when we went when we were in Denver? It was actually so cool. Like, that girl came up to us after, because we had said we were from Philadelphia, and- um. She was like giving us restaurants and like just like it was awesome. Like that's a, another thing. Like that whole clique of people, you know, like yes, offering advice and helpful hints. And she did. Remember, we went to that brothel for brunch. Yes, which was super cool. And neither of us had pussy for lunch. No. Yep, crossing the line. Okay. All right. My bad. Let's wrap it up now. Okay. All right. So in review, it's Pride Month. Never call. All contract and maintenance, LLC. <laughs> I'm going to try to work on my language and not necessarily push the envelope all the time. I think- I'm not going to ask you to engage in any sort of activities because then you feel bad. No, I want to engage in activities. old curmudgeon. <laughs> Just not that particular one. And it's not that. It's not that. I, I, you see, you don't hear the message. Nope. Yep. That's the problem. So the message again is... Never call <laughs> all contract and maintenance LLC. We may actually sleep in the studio tonight. It's cool down here. It is nice down here. I oh. built this just for you, darling. Oh, my God. I'm so, so lucky. Technically, I built it for my brother, but he has since moved on. He has. And I don't mean, like, from this world. Just from our basement. Just, yeah. He's he's left us. The, the, for bigger and better things. The brother has left the coop. <laughs> Flew the coop. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm Chris. I'm an alcoholic. And I'm Megan and I'm an alcoholic.
And I'm also reminding you to help control the pet population. Please have your pet spayed or neutered. Thank you. And good night.